day to all of our listeners out there. We are the Out of Bounds crew bringing you the best of sports every week. And you got your boy T-Dubs, Tyler Watkins right here in the building. We got Rick to my right. What's good, everybody? Great week of football. We got lots to talk about. Yeah, what you doing? Looking forward to it. And we got David in the back. Yeehaw, baby. Yeah, we got a newcomer over here, Christian. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. What it do, baby? Yeah, that's how you do it. Let's get on into it. We got Ravens pulling off the major upset against the Patriots on Sunday Night Football. National TV, Lamar Jackson stepped up big. So, boys, do you think the Ravens have Ravens have what it takes to beat the Patriots when it matters most? I think it's a little bit of both. Patriots finally ran to, like, a really good team. Before the Ravens, the best team they probably played was the Browns on paper. Yeah, and baby. they're, like, 2-6. and six. So... I think Lamar Jackson is proving all the skeptics wrong. P- people labeled him as a running back. People say he wouldn't uh, make it in in the NFL as a quarterback. But this is happening because he finally had an offseason where it was his offense, where he got to work with all them guys. And last night we saw a lot of RPOs. We saw a lot of three tight end sets. We saw and you know, utilizing Nick Boyle, Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurts. And he was just looking comfortable out there. And even when the Patriots brought pressure, he was able to juke him and make yeah. him miss. He was – Making him look silly all day long. He uses speed to his advantage all the way. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think the Ravens are gonna beat the Patriots when it matters most. But I think they legitimately do have a chance because I think, obviously, Bill Belichick is gonna go to tape and he's gonna figure it out. Yeah, he's the greatest coach of all time. You he'll, don't lose. He'll he find a way to figure twice. it out. He doesn't. He, yeah, <laughs> he won't lose twice. But the Patriots' offense just doesn't look good. I'm sorry, Tom yeah. Brady has not looked this good. Has not looked as good this year, and that might be a problem. Because I think the Ravens and the Chiefs, when they get Mahomes back, legitimately have a chance. Yeah. And yeah. When, yeah. When it was um early on, when it was 17-0, the muff punt, punt kind of kept the Patriots in the game, if you yeah. notice that, because they scored a touchdown on that drive. Sure. Yeah, no, Rick, I agree with you. Basically, the Patriots got caught off or got caught with their pants off. Belichick didn't know what to do against all the wrinkles that the Ravens were showing them. So many they, the, the biggest problem that I saw was that they were letting outside contain go. Literally, yeah. if, it was, if it was a running back, if it was a tight end, if it was someone coming in on the end around, uh, Lamar Jackson pretty much ran all over this defense, and he had their way with them. Yeah. Like you said, Belichick's going to come back. He's not going to lose this game again. He's going to make sure that everyone keeps everything inside and they also keeps uh, the entire offense in front of him. Now, if we're looking in terms of schedule, look at the people, at the people that the Ravens play. They still have to play the rest of the AFC North once more. They lost to the Browns already once. They barely beat the Steelers. They barely beat the horrible Bengals. It's tough to beat divisional opponents. They also play the Packers and the 49ers remaining. It's going to be hard for them to take over that home field advantage yeah. as the number one seed yeah. in the AFC. So I don't think that the Ravens even get a chance to play the Patriots at home, which they did last night, which is a very big reason as to why yeah. they won. It's tough to play in Foxborough in it's like so December. Yeah, it's, it's, so. a, it's a different story playing in Foxborough, especially in the playoffs, especially in the AFC championship game. I don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to be able to step up to the task, but you know we'll see what happens. Uh, I still don't think that they make it to the AFC Championship. I think it's going to be a Patriots-Chiefs uh, matchup again. That's my personal take on it. And if they don't make it this year, it's not the end. They're a young team, so they still have Humphreys. They got Jackson. They got Earl Ingram. Thomas. Yeah, Earl I Thomas. Ha- I, hate that, I hate that mindset, though, because yeah. you could have said the same thing about the Rams last year and look at where they're at now. I mean, they're 5-3, and three, yeah. but they don't have the inside track to the NFC Championship like the 49ers because do or the Packers do or the Seahawks Goff, do. Jared Cox. Call- 
Golf is a fraud, and they over- you think he's a fraud? They exposed him, him yeah. after Gurley. I think he's overpaid. NFL defenses—they've figured it out. They figured it out. And I think Sean McVay—they also figured him out a little too. And when you figure out your coach and then your scheme, you'd expect your quarterback to be bigger than he is. But he's no Aaron Rodgers. He's no Tom Brady. No Russell Wilson. So it's going to be tough for him in the playoffs. And I—I don't, I just don't think the Rams got what it takes. I think the Seahawks are better. 49ers are better. And also the Saints. Speaking of, are better. So yeah, 49ers versus Seahawks coming up this week. It should be a good matchup. The NFC West matchup coming up. And David, we'll go to you. What do you think about that? Yo, this 49ers squad is legit. It reminds me of the 2013 49ers. Their defense was so good. Look at this defensive line: D. Ford, D. J. Jones, DeForest Buckner. Armstead, these Sol- Solomon Thomas, Solomon Thomas, yeah. it's, it's insane. And then you look at their linebacker core, Quan Alexander. You look at their secondary led by Richard Sherman. It's a stout defense, especially with such an efficient run game. Jimmy G, he only has to be a game manager, and when the time does come, he's able to clutch up and have his Joe Montana moments. But all that said, Russell Wilson is playing next level. I sat here in this room last week, saying that my midseason MVP was Russell Wilson. All three of you, except not Christian, but Bryce instead, were telling me that you were taking Aaron Rodgers, and that's fine, that's fine. But this season, Russell Wilson has a 118 passer rating, number one in the league. He's thrown a single one interception. He has 22 touchdowns. He's averaging 278 yards a game as well as a 68.3 completion percentage. And he just got Josh Gordon. This matchup with the 49ers is going to be a lot more difficult than people give uh, expect. I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, game of the year caliber. Cause really? There's a lot of yeah. a lot, lot, on a lot line, of implications. The, the division, the NFC. NFC? West, yeah. yep. I stood here last week and said, Russell Wilson's not MVP. Yeah, uh, you did. But then a week later, he <laughs> throws for five touchdowns. And he, Give or take, it he was the Bucks, it but was still. It was the Bucks, but still. That team wouldn't be where they are now if it was any other quarterback. Maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers, maybe Patrick Mahomes right now, but Russell Wilson's playing next level. 22 touchdowns, one interception. That is insane. It's yes. insane. That's so insane. And they're going to get Josh Gordon. He's going to practice this week. He passes physical, and you're just going to add to that. DK Metcalf, people labeled him as a two-route receiver. I labeled him that way, but he's looking better. And also, he's those post routes and those goal routes are just yes. unstoppable. Russell Wilson and his deep ball. And also, his rapport with Ty Lockett, that's just like the best in this league. And I just think Russell Wilson has what it takes against that defensive line. Yeah. Like, you can have Bosa and D-Force plays, coming man. after him, but Russell Wilson, he, he, he'll he escape the pocket and make plays. Air, he can make it through the on the run. Yeah, and yeah. they st- also have Chris Carson, too, who yeah. can run wild, too. So, it's going to be a great game. I'm yeah. going with Seahawks. Yeah. Going with Seahawks. I'm I like going it. to go Seahawks, too. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, the 49ers on this one. Oh, oh Christian. For, because based on mentality, the 49ers are still undefeated currently. Yeah. So, I feel like they want like to drive. They got more drive right now. You think just they want to prove that? That push. They just got like they're fighting a little bit harder, maybe. And the Seahawks are, what, like 7-2 and two right now? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe they're just like a little nonchalant. But it might work the opposite way, too, where like the 49ers might be too comfortable in this like record they got right now. And the Seahawks might just, like, come from behind in that. But I think the 49ers are going to hold it down, keep their record perfect. It's yeah. at the 49ers, right? It's at 49ers this yeah. week. They also, it's going to be a good they game. They also play in, like, four weeks after that. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Great time. Good takes yeah. for now. We got college football. An interesting matchup coming up. Playoff implications in the SEC West coming up. LSU versus Alabama. Two great quarterbacks in a Heisman runner. Tua Targumbailoa and Joe Burrow going head-to-head. The matchup we've been waiting for all year. Who you guys got? I'm going with LSU in this one. Hot take. (laughs) But I think Joe Burrow has what it takes. 
he's obviously leading the Heisman candidacy. He's played himself into a first-round selection. I think he might actually be better than Justin Herbert. But another thing that we're not looking at is Tua's actually hurt right now. And Yo, he, he playing. Yeah, he's playing. I know. He, he's he's playing. playing. <laughs> okay. So they labeled him as a game-time decision, but he's likely going to play with because this game is, like, going to be, like, the best game of the year. Yes. Like, I, you guys don't miss it. If you have work, call off. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Jamari Chase, uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, they're also, they've also been great. Um, Ed Ogeron has also um, been elite. And I, I just – I'm going with LSU in this one. I just, I just feel it. I just feel it. Again, I sat in this room last week, <laughs> <laughs> taking LSU over Alabama. All you, except Christian yeah. Bryce instead, looked at me like I was crazy. I said, so I, 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 I made a guess, like 17 points. It wasn't 17, it was six and a half. That Alabama is favored at home in Tuscaloosa against the LSU Tigers. I'll take that Tuga, Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it all day. Tua Tagovailoa, obviously game time decision. We all know who he's going to play. Uh, they're also averaging 46.8 points. A ga- or per game, meaning that they're an efficient offense with or without Tua, so it's going to be a shootout. I think Joe Burrow is going to have to come in here, and he's going to have to throw a perfect game. Chemist receivers, he can't throw interceptions. He's got to hit Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase for big plays. However, if the sorry-ass Nationals could go into Houston and win four games on the road. On the record, I'm the one that called that. On the record, Tyler is the, <laughs> on the only one. That, Tyler. Yeah. The only one in the world to call that. <laughs> On the record. Yeah. But if they can go in and win four games in Houston against that pitching staff, LSU can come in and take one game off Alabama in Tuscaloosa, lock it in, LSU, let's go. But with that being said, if either team wins, do you think they should be, like, one of them should still end up in the playoffs? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, no, because then they won't get to like, play in, in the SEC championships. What if LSU loses? It would yeah, have yeah, it would have tough. to be it would have to be some some sick situation where like Auburn wins the Iron Bowl and then they make it to to the SEC championship and beat Alabama there. Yeah. It would have to be something like that. So they knock off Alabama completely with two losses. It, it's got to be something weird. If not, I, I don't think LSU has any right to be in the top four. And this is the problem with four teams yeah, in in, they, in the playoffs. They also beat Al- Auburn last week. So yeah, but that's, that, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like in which like it would have to be like. Like, Alabama's got to be out of the picture if LSU loses, is what I'm saying. Okay. So then it would be, like, but LSU, Penn State or Ohio State, another team, and, and Auburn. Let's say it's a close game, though, like 31-28. That, that's a close loss right there to the, the best thing team is, on paper. The thing is, whoever loses yeah. this game doesn't get to the SEC championship, and it kind of ruins their future. Like, this yeah. is it. But to go back on Tua, last time he wasn't healthy, we saw what happened. And that ankle injury is just yeah. it's just scary. If he can't drive his throws, if he can't get it to his receivers like uh, Jerry Judy, then it's going to be tough. And that, I think that defense has been stepping on. Ogeron's defense has been stepping on. So it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Clear your schedule, you guys. Clear yeah, your schedule. Clear it. It's going to be a great watch right here. And we got a oh, sorry team. Sorry team that we have big <laughs> implications for. Yeah, the sorriest. You know, what else do we expect from a team that went 0-16, which was about Ooh. two years ago? The Cleveland Browns took a tough loss against the Broncos going to two and six. A lot of attitudes, a lot of threatening posts by players that <laughs> just got cut. And we got too many personalities going on. So uh here's here's the thing. On paper, this team looks really good. OBJ. Oh yeah, right. Juice. OBJ, David Njoku. Nick Chubb. Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Look at the defensive side. Miles Garrett. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're, you're something else, Tyler. We should have kept that going. Next, you know what? Next time, yeah. we're gonna kill it. But it. the point is, on paper, this team should be legit. Yet, where where's the problem? I look back at the 2011 Dream Team Eagles. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of talent, has a lot of personality. But the biggest thing is, where's the leadership? Right? Is it gonna come from first year head coach that was an offensive lineman, wasn't even a coordinator? A guy so that just straight up quarterbacks coach slash running backs coach. Yeah, yeah. What whatever the case may be, he wasn't. He isn't ready, and it, it's proven. I saw a picture this weekend of the Patriots sideline compared to the Browns sideline, moments apart, and and it, and it showed the discipline between the the two teams. Basically, teams are supposed to stay within this yellow line box. Obviously, the Patriots were all inside of it. The entire Brown sideline was scattered. Scattered. Yeah. That's the sort of leadership that the Browns are having. They have a lot of the right pieces, but are they going to be able to set the culture and the mentality that they need to move to go moving forward? I think they need to get rid of Freddie Kitchens, bring in a veteran guy. Mike McCarthy's out there. They need to possibly consider that because although they have the talent, they need to make sure that, A, they mesh well together, and they also have a lot of pieces on the offensive side that I think they need to get rid of one. Bryce was alluding to this last week that they're going to get rid of someone, whether it's Jarvis Landry or OBJ. They need to make sure that the – Miles that they do have that they're feeding them enough to get going to feel confident to sort to build some sort of rapport or else it's just gonna fall apart. I don't think they should just give up on Freddie Kitchens yet. Yes, you don't he, think so? Yes, he's been awful. Yes, his first year. You know, you know, coach. you know that they're worse off th- at this point this year than they were last year. Yeah, that's true because Baker came out of nowhere and and then <laughs> Freddie Kitchens is obviously offensive coordinator after a while. Mm-hmm. But but listen to this. I think the Browns' problem in the past is they've given up on guys. A little too early. So let them build the culture. Let I give you that. Culture. I give you that. Freddie Kitchens, let him figure it out. I think this season's going to be a, a loss when they play the Bills next week. I'm expecting that to be a loss against that defense, against that secondary. So they, they might fall to 2-7, and seven, but they might have a chance to win in the, the next five games after that. Steelers, Dolphins, Steelers, um, Bengals, and Cardinals. But another problem is the offensive line. We saw the trade that they made. They trade um, Kevin Zietler for Kevin Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon. They improved the defensive line a little, but that offensive line just not looking good. Greg Greg Robinson has been bad. They failed to get um left tackle out of Trent, Trent Williams. Williams. They, they failed to get yeah. Trent Williams at the deadline, and that messed it up. Their secondary has been injured, and Baker just doesn't have trust in the offensive line. Like you see him leaving the pocket prematurely. Uh, you don't see him trying to make plays. And get this, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry has um, out-targeted OBJ, yeah. 68 to 65. So they're not getting the ball into – Baker's not getting the ball into his playmaker's hand. And, yeah, and, and it looked like in OBJ. that last play, remember, he yeah. had a step on um, – who was it, Harris, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris, it was Chris, Harris. Chris Harris yeah. yeah, Chris Harris. He had a step on it. It looked like he had a step on it. And Baker just – because yeah, Baker was too busy worried about the pocket yeah. and not stepping up. So this season's lost, but I think next year they can figure out, I think – Freddie Kitchens can figure it out. I think Baker can figure it out. There's just too much hype around him. Let all that hype die down yeah. and let them come up on their own. I mean, he's super teams because this is technically a super team. On paper. Yeah, on paper. Like, it doesn't usually mesh well the first time you see it. Looking at Miami Heat when they first got together, that was a trouble season from the beginning. But I they, mean, they made it to the Yeah, they finals. made it to the finals, but, took- I mean, they took the L. Like, you know. It, so it doesn't mesh well the first time. So I think they have too much of that – uh, how do you say personality yeah. and not leadership? 
you know, they have too many guys that, you know, they're in the headlines this week. One, you got OBJ for a wristwatch in this week. And they had you to got, take off their cleats. Yeah, yeah. cleats. Yeah. The cleats at halftime. Yeah. You know, they're worried about how they look instead of, you I think know, the media coverage play. was was pretty insane, too. It's insane, yeah. yeah. Like, from the offseason up until crazy. the first few weeks. Like every and I got to admit, I was one of those. I had to finish in 10 and 6, honestly. Yeah. Mm. So, I'm going admit, to admit it there. But the offensive line just looked too bad in the quarterback coach relationship has not it's not there yet and we got beat the buzzer coming up and we got winners and losers and we're going to go ahead and start it off with christian bro how you doing i'm good yo i got a solid winner i would say What'd all you got? the ncaa athletes who are now gonna hey, start yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah this pressure finally like they finally opened up like i don't know why it took this long but started with california now hopefully all athletes which i just think is amazing because so many of these athletes it's like their only way to like make it out of these like impoverished places, either be athletes, be rappers, stuff like that. And now they actually have a chance to like profit off their own name, like give back to their communities, all that. Uh, and for losers this week, I'm going to say me, sadly, because my, my <laughs> fantasy draft is doing pretty bad. I'm oh, gonna, goodness. I'm, I'm about to be down <laughs> by two. Uh, I picked up Marcus Morris. I'm trying to figure out how to drop him right now. So <laughs> Hopefully we can turn that around next week. Yeah, pick up Jackson Hayes. He's going to be asleep late. Okay, maybe, good tip, you know. good tip. <laughs> um, my winner of the week, Miami Heat. They beat the Hawks. Hey. My runner-up. What, Tyler? That was mine. Ah. <laughs> 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 they beat the Hawks twice, and they trounced the Rockets on Sunday. Jane Butler is showing his abilities as a leader. He's showing the defense, obviously, there, the scoring's there, but he's also passing, and he's also just been a guy in command. Bam Adebayo is getting better every day. He's defending small, small players. He's playing the four, rim protecting, and he's also hitting mid-range shot now. Yeah. Tyler Hero looking like a steal yeah. of the draft. Imagine having a 16 a game. Go heat, baby. for the Tylers. Yeah, people thought he was just going to be a spot-up shooter, but he putting yeah. the ball on the floor and crossing people. Yeah, he, looked, he made Austin Rivers look silly on Sunday. Yeah. And how, how about Kendrick Nunn? Undrafted. Undrafted out undrafted of Oakland. Undrafted wonder. Undrafted out of Oakland. And he was on the Warriors roster last year, and they end up not keeping him. He's averaging 20 a game, and they're showing great cohesion, playing great team basketball, great defense, and led by a top three coach in Eric Spolstra. So I think the Heat, they, they can make it far. I don't know if they're better than the 76ers and the, the Bucks, but they can make it far. My loser is Jermaine Whitehead. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, bro. Yeah. Went off against a fan on social media and lost his job because of it. Like, the fan didn't even at him, so he must have been, like, searching his name. He did have a bad game, I, we admit. The Broncos made him look silly. He needed to control his motion, and he just he's losing out on money, and now teams might not want to sign him. Yeah. So that's my loser of the week. Definitely like that. My winner, we haven't covered them a lot over the last two weeks, but the Nationals, they just won the World Series. Yeah. I'm going to give them a little clap. Good. Clap, clap. Clap, clap to Tyler. Clap. Hey, thank you. Yeah, yeah. T- t- I don't know. Tyler's a genius. I don't know <laughs> what's going on with him. But – Seriously, they they were they had a point zero point one percent chance, less than a one percent chance to win the World Series on May twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, and they came back and they won it four games on the road. It, it's insane. Good for them. They killed it. Um, R.I.P. Bryce Harper. We'll be seeing you with the Phillies <laughs> next year. Um, other than that, my loser is Adam Gase. Couldn't get it done with the Dolphins and Ryan Tannehill. Can get it done with the Jets and Sam Darnold or whoever the hell else he's playing at quarterback. Point is, I think he's he's starting to lose faith by not just the Jets fan base, but most people that know the NFL that he is some sort of quote-unquote quarterback whisperer. I think offensive it's guru. Offensive guru. Whatever, whatever no. title it is, I think it's coming to light that he might not be that guy. 
And I got my losers going out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, they've been coming off a slow start. They just lost to the Islanders 5-2 to two on Friday last week. And they got the Swedish series coming up against the Sabres. I'm expecting, I hope, for a big game out of that. And then for my winner, I got Russell Wilson throwing five TDs my over boy. There against the Buccaneers. You know, you know, it was a, you know, I I cried last night, but you know, that was all right. You know, I like to see Russell do good, and like, he's building up on that MVP um, resume, like you said before. The only one interception that is just a it's crazy insane. stat. That's that's just a way to take care of the ball, and that's I basically say that's what it comes down to, like for them to have success for this year. And, you know, there's going to be a great matchup against the 49ers this week, and I, I'm i really going to look forward to watching him. Hopefully he can dominate. I think he's going to – well, not exactly dominate, but at least do enough for them to win this week. Maybe not five TDs, not, not crazy like that, but, you know. Just got to be good enough. Yeah, he'll put the league he'll on notice. Definitely. Yeah. But that will do it. And yeah, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. One, one question. Yeah. If, if the Seahawks win this matchup, where do you rank them, like, in terms of the hierarchy in the NFL? Power rankings? Power yeah, rankings, yes. Yeah. Like out of uh, all 30? All 32, yeah. Out of 32, my I bad. I think definitely top three. Or top, yeah. top think, five. Do you think they're one? Top three. No, I, I'd put mm. a, I put them probably top two, but then it's like, do you keep the Patriots number one? Yeah. Or the Patriots lose number one for nine. Oh, wait. What about the Saints, though? Because the Saints are Yeah, the Saints are up there. Mm. And don't forget, I know the Packers had a bad week. That was, that was just an off week. It happens. It happens. <laughs> I mean, the Patriots lost. Yeah, think then, about it. The then, Patriots But then do we give week. the off week excuses for the Patriots? But they finally played a, a good team, though. So yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Also, that's it, what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, mm, it's great. It's NFL. complicated. We don't yeah. got time for this. But, <laughs> but honorary, honorary losers, as usual, the Dolphins for not locking up that first overall pick for now. Don't get me started. They can't even tank right. Goddamn. They can't even tank right. But that would do it. We are out of bounds, out of times. Thanks for listening, folks. Oh, 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 o